Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. DNVR Broncos podcast coming to you live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar. And I'm going to say it again. The A stands for Avalanche. I was going to say, don't don't make it complicated, Ryan. The next week, two, heck, maybe the next year, the A stands for Avs. Let's go, Avs. Um, absolute banger of a performance on Saturday night. Uh, I still can't even get over it. Allie said this morning, like, I don't, I'm not ready for another game yet. Like, I'm <laughs> still just reveling in what happened Saturday. I kind of feel that, but I'm also like, Every other day, my internal clock tells me, like, it's time for an Avs game. Yeah, so yeah. the two-day break actually kind of messed me up. Yeah, yeah, me, me, me as well. And I'm so pumped because I want to just keep see it rolling. Yep. yep. I mean, I want, I want to see them put up another Elway on Tampa Bay. We, I mean, playoff hockey, though, like, does something for your health and your oh, heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, having a day. <laughs> I know. I feel like I need to. I feel like I need just one more to be like, okay. So, I am mentally and physically prepared for this. So, Allie, what, what does more damage to the heart? A, an overtime game like we saw in game one or a 7 nothing beatdown because you're just jumping up and down the whole time? Uh, overtime, for sure. Overtime yeah, is I agree. way just worse on Instant the elimination. Is, yeah. It's yeah. just crazy how much I believe in this team, though. Like In years past, when they went to overtime, it was like, I felt like I was going to die. And and like now, I'm just like, they got this. Mm. And even if they don't, I'm still just like, that's all right. We got it. Mm. Um, The other night, though, that was insane. I lost my voice more at the bar than I did when I was at game one. Wow. Because there was so much more to cheer about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was so, so fun. And just the beatdown just continued and continued and continued at at times I had to remind myself this is the back-to-back champions that the Avs are doing this against this is a goalie who is the best goalie in the world that the Avs are just making look foolish yeah and and, you know I have to keep reminding myself and I think it's important for everyone to remind themselves that game doesn't matter at all anymore like they have to coach like they still have to get it done but at the same time the the way in which they beat them down the other night, like I rewatched the game uh, on Saturday or on Sunday morning. And I was just like, there's absolutely nothing that Tampa can take from this game and say like, Oh, we can build on that. Not a shift, not a play, not a, a sequence. Not like they had to throw away the tape. I can't even imagine they watched it. There's nothing they could build off of. Did I see? Yeah, I, I saw you rewatching the game yesterday morning. You were tweeting out quotes of like what the broadcast was well, saying yeah, Sunday morning. I thought I it loved was. It. I thought it was so fascinating. You know, the Avs go up one zero early, but no one had any idea what was about to happen. Right. And the announcer, five minutes less than five minutes into the game, just goes, 
I would be worried if I was on the Tampa bench because Colorado is playing faster than them in every facet of the game right now. Mm. And, and then I heard that their coach was saying something along the lines of like, eventually they'll they'll like the pace they're playing at, they'll wear themselves out. And I was like, he said that, that like a, they got a mic on him. Or no, something? I think they were saying like they asked him about the pace they played at in game oh, one, gotcha. and he was like, I eventually they'll wear it. like I was like, geez, if that's what you're. You're counting probably, on right you're counting on the other team to get tired to come back to you i mean I, look i i i'm really trying to fight against overconfidence but the opposite of that is what's happening for the tampa coach john cooper i'm watching this dude i've never seen no. someone look less confident yeah. <laughs> yeah. even the way he's talking he's yeah. just like today they asked him like what can you do to get get off to a better start and he's like please just don't take a penalty early like Oh he's like grasping gosh. at straws. Oh my gosh, he's begging his team. And Ryan, if the Avs come out early tonight, just like they did in game two, the series is over. Now, Tampa's going to have a little hope by going back home and getting the crowd on their side. But if the Avs come out and hit them with a, a, an early 2-0 lead, this thing, this thing is over. And it reminds me of football a little bit because right now you talked about that confidence that the Avs have and just how you're confident in them and everyone's confident in them. It's like the it's like playing with a great elite quarterback. You know you have a chance in every single game, and when you get a lead, you're just ready to stomp on their throat. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome to watch this team, and it's awesome to think about what this team and what this city is going to look like over the next couple months. I say this every show now, but I, you know I'll never forget the way that the Broncos responded to the Avs' first championship, mm. and I think that ties in well to our topic today uh or at least our first segment topic today because russell wilson ah. had some interesting comments the other day and i think we actually have a video of it um about this city and about the way that it respond you know uh, uh, responds to winning and all those things and let's play the clip and then we'll talk about the reaction to it it's been a blessing just to come here you know just to come to an amazing city like denver to be a part of it uh with some amazing teammates and great coaching staff um, but also, and I came here once I once the trade was going to happen, and I said, "Hey, listen, I want to make sure I go to a city that wants to win. I want to make sure I go to a team that wants to win, and uh, I want to go to a city that knows how to win." And uh, all those three things were checked off the box here in Denver, and so um, I think we got a chance. It's been a blessing just to come here. You know? Interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought much about it, although I would. My main reaction to that would have been. He's really noticing the abs. Mm. Like, he's talking about the abs right now. Yeah. Um, because it's weird to say a city when talking about the team, but he can feel that winning energy that's coming off of the abs. Obviously, you know, this would be for the, uh, the abs are going for the sixth championship um, by a major team in Denver since 1996. That's a lot. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I always say 10 in your lifetime as a sports fan should be considered a success. Uh, so having six, you know, at the age of 30 yeah. for us, if it yeah. happens, would be right on track. In fact, we're already on track. That would be ahead of track. Um, if we live till 90, Ryan, we'll be looking at uh, 18. But I don't think he would have said a city that knows how to win if it weren't for what uh, an Avs reference. So that would have been my reaction to it until... There was another reaction to it. Oh, my goodness. Seattle fans, Ryan, jumped all over this. You had so many angry fans in the comment section of that video. You had so many reporters 
retweeting this and quote tweeting it saying like, oh, wow, Russ is throwing us under the bus. Russ is throwing shade. You had so many fan blogs jumping over this saying, well, Russ said this. Just wait, Denver. He's going to leave you and say the same thing about the next city he goes to. And Ryan, this picked up so much steam and people in Seattle were so heated about it that this morning ESPN and NFL Network reached out to use this because it's just it's just catching so much steam because they think that Russ is just throwing so much shade at Seattle. Let me know if ESPN actually uses it. I will. Because I have a theory that these are it's essentially just like some intern. Any <laughs> video that gets like how many retweets are on yours? Um uh, only a couple hundred, okay. I think. Anything that goes semi viral, someone at ESPN's job is just to ask if they can have it. Mm. And then it they the compile bag. it all together right, and say, Hey, right, do you guys right. want any of this? Right. Yeah, there you go. NFL Network News Desk reaching out. Yeah, and it was it was ESPN's News Desk, just like that. So it's someone uh, doing that, I think. Okay, so Seattle fans are butthurt about Russell Wilson alluding, and he didn't even necessarily do that, but they think he alluded to Seattle not being a winning city. Would they like to present their case as to why it would be? I was going to say, is he wrong? No. R- R- Ryan, they, they're, 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 they, all they have winning-wise is Russell Wilson. Yes. The last championship they have in terms of the four major professional sports uh, it is Russell Wilson's championship that he had earlier in his career. They lost a basketball team from their city. So talk about when you expand it beyond just the Seahawks and you talk about the city Well, that's not a very good case that you're a good sports town. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy with the Sonics leaving, but still, you you lost a team. Ryan, if we we were talking about uh, Denver losing the Rockies or Denver losing the Nuggets, that would be a big black eye for the city. Yes, of course. Okay, so the Seahawks have won, right? Yep. One championship. Doesn't exist without Russell Wilson. 100%. So I'm taking that one off the board because he's talking about himself here. Yeah. So that one is gone. The Mariners, one of six MLB teams to not have a championship. Joins the Rockies, Yes, welcome to the club, (laughs) although I believe they've been around a lot longer than we have. Yes. Um, Maybe not, actually. That might be wrong. So sorry if I'm wrong about that. Um, The Supersonics, which aren't even there anymore, so would not even factor into this conversation, have won in 1979. Ooh, I don't even remember that one, Ryan. So, since... If you take out the one that Russell brought there, which doesn't apply to this conversation because he's the only thing that made them made that happen, and of course the defense as well, but they don't win it without him. Um, they've got zero in the time that Denver has five. Well, and don't forget about the Kraken. And they have one, of course... <laughs> If you even include that one, since Denver started winning championships in 1996, they have won. Um, And even if you just go the last five, I guess the last eight years, one to zero. Um, So there's they don't really have a claim. And you know what I love about this? Of course, the Kraken never made the playoffs. Zero. (laughs) And you know what I absolutely love about this, Ryan, is the 12s especially this past decade, really the the first half of this past decade, there was a rivalry there with Broncos and and Seahawks and their fans, and uh, they definitely got under Broncos fan skins, and they they were deemed to be this fantastic fan base. Now, maybe they are for the Seattle Seahawks, and don't really want to take away from there, but the fact that Russell got under their skin brings a little joy 
to after watching Super Bowl 48 and, and remembering memories from there. The fact that Russ is now, I don't even think he intentionally was doing this at, at all. No, I think it was a nod to the abs. Yeah, it, it, I think I think you're right in the in the, the this city that he's in right now and the excitement going around with the sports town here. Uh, but I just love that. I love that that's a little bonus to this. I love that we're kind of rekindling an old AFC West rivalry mm. here. Um, and obviously, it's the week one matchup. Yeah. So, Seahawks fans are just sucking down the copium right now and just trying to do anything to cope with the fact that they no longer have a quarterback and won't for a very long time. Um, and meanwhile, the like Broncos fans are reveling in this. The city's on fire already right now. And Seahawks fans are just just fighting for their lives online yeah uh and and, you know like they're all saying oh uh you know uh russ is so corny you're gonna tire of him and i'm just like (laughs) no one here cares about anything other than winning no because we're a winning city mm -hmm, exactly yep and you worry about yourself when you're a winning city not a losing city and mr orange says makes me think seattle really isn't over it and ryan this reminds me of a relationship uh, and, and can bring this in. It's like if a couple breaks up and one of them goes on to dating, finds a new boyfriend, happy with the boyfriend, and the other side can't really find someone else. Mm-hmm. And can't really. So what they do is they just pick at the new boyfriend. And, oh, you know, yeah. just uh, just all they can talk about is the new boyfriend and all his flaws. Can but you believe they're not worried guy? about themselves. Right, right, right. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. She's moved on. She's got someone. Else. She's not worried about you, yeah. and but you are clearly losing this battle because all you can do is focus on her and the new boy. You're posting like um, super deep in your feels subtweets <laughs> yeah. or, or Facebook statuses that are like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Enjoy the life with that loser. One hundred percent. And all she's doing is posting photos of them at the beach having a good time. One of my exes actually did that once. <laughs> do you respond to that? Uh, like, do, thanks, I will. <laughs> I don't, should I tell this story? <laughs> You're in too far. Mm, I don't think I should okay. tell this story. I don't think I should. <laughs> what a tease. Let me just say, uh, it, it turned into like a little bit of um, like a petty battle, but mm. I would say I won. And, oh, I, it would, yes, I would think you would. When it comes to social media, I don't want to challenge you in anything. <sighs> That's good advice. That's good advice. <laughs> she didn't take that advice. No, no. Uh, it was no. I, uh, yeah, that's not. He's dug himself too far. You, you can't can make just like right. do that. It's really not a bad story. It just, it's petty. But <laughs> let me just say this. Oh, you were trying to not tell it because you were petty in this. Oh, I was very petty. To save yourself. Oh, I'm but excited. It was a, it was pettiness in response to pettiness. Mm. Okay, so man, I feel. Uh, uh, <laughs> Let me just establish the fact that I was 19. Okay, oh okay. which is fair, but I've, I've never seen you this nervous. No, yeah, it's I haven't really not either. that big of a deal. I just feel bad because she's a nice girl now. Um, now she is a okay. nice girl. <laughs> so we break up, right? Yep. And yep. she had worked at a restaurant that I really liked. Okay. Um, and so then I went to the restaurant post breakup. And someone else, you remember when you used to like check in on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone else tagged me there that we were all there together. Okay, probably intentional. Yes. No, no. I mean, I didn't tell them to. Okay. Just they just did. Then, my ex posted like, "Bet you miss that uh, employee discount or something (laughs) like that." And I just thought that was so weird. 
So then I posted, which is not true. I posted, LOL, love when you uh, go go out for dinner and flirt with the waitress and get your meal for free. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's incredible. Within hours, she erased me from all social media. Wow. You won that. You I won. did. I won. <laughs> Do you think she went into work and was like, who did this. I don't she worked at a different location. Oh, ah, okay, okay. Smart. Was, I can't believe I told so, that story. So, so there was no chance yeah, of you I running into her. I haven't heard that one. There. What? There was no chance of you running into her when no, you were there. No, 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 no. Mm, extra smart. So then that's really petty. What do you mean? That I posted that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a perfect counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Better than what's better than the employee discount? Free. Free meal. <laughs> oh, Meal's not free, but Still won the battle. <laughs> Anyways, that was what great. were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Russell Wilson. Um, so, yeah, Seahawks fans are down bad. Big time. And just trying to talk themselves into that they never loved Russ in the first place. Yep. And then he comes in with, like, these little comments, which if you should – honestly, once a, one of your favorite athletes leaves your city – you should unfollow them on everything and like not watch because <laughs> yeah. they're gonna say things to uplift their current place. They're really not trying to put you down. Like I, in my heart of hearts, believe that Russell Wilson was not taking a shot at Seattle there. But you can read anything and everything that way. You know, like all, I remember we, I mean, we talk about him on the show all the time. You can't really get away from it. But like if Vaughn says something like, yeah. Like that, like, it's so nice to be in a winning city or something. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, and you're taken yeah. back. I remember DT in Houston was, like, taking little jabs at the Broncos, mostly at Vance Joseph, not yeah. at the organization. But, like, that's a, t that's a talking point. So if you pay attention to what stuff they say when, they're le when they leave, you're asking to be upset because they're just trying to make their new place love them. Just let go. Let it go. Let him go. Because Russ has moved on. He has moved on. He's focused on uh, the, 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 his, his new home, his new love. Look at, look at him. He's got his Russell Wilson gear on, and his hat is orange and blue. He's thrown all the neon green uh, away. I think Russell Wilson has more three-brand gear than I have DNVR gear. Oh, I, I think so, and he was handing them out to every camper. Every camper's got the three-brand. No media? Three-brand. No media. <laughs> Shocker, right? Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that Russ is doing, uh, I, unintentionally, I think, Ryan, I think I thought he was going to get a lot of a big standing ovation with some booze mixed in week one. I think the closer and closer we get and the more Russ talks about the Broncos and purely just a I'm happy to be here way, I think the more that turns into booze come week one. And you know what? It's going to be personally, booze. I'm going to welcome it with open arms because it's going to be more satisfying when he's booed onto the field. And then he destroys Seattle instead of, you know, a nice ovation. Everyone's nice to him, loving him. And then he destroys him. It, it feel better if they're pissed at him. And then he comes out and destroys him to the tune of what? 30, 34 to 10. How about that week one? Yeah, the booze. So I remember the Peyton Manning response, which was the opposite. I believe he teared up. Yep. They played a, yep. a you know, a, a tribute video. Yep. Everyone's standing ovation. The place is rocking, cheering him on. And it messed him up. Mm -hmm. Threw him off his game. Yep. I think if they boo, which I think at this point it's at least going to be 50% booze, then 
you are going to get vengeful rust, which is um, which is going to be great. And let's not remember Russell Wilson in primetime games and going up against really good quarterbacks on the other side, meaning games that have big importance to him personally or as a team, he steps up to the plate. Remember his first few years in the NFL, and I'm sure it's still pretty good now. I just don't have the numbers. When he was like undefeated going up against Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like the best of the best he was undefeated for. He rose to the occasion. There's going to be that that's the biggest occasion this year week one in seattle monday night football he's gonna rise to it hey al would you uh, mind helping one of our great members with something when you get a second (laughs) one of our one of our members uh left something here the other night and i put it in the top drawer of your desk and they are here to collect it but i don't see them yet unless they're down there outside the front door oh this is great so, or is there like a snake in the top no, door and she's going to open it? Up. Yeah, it would be. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm all in on pranks. I would definitely not do a snake prank with Allie. A snake prank mid-show? Uh, yeah, that would be. Yes, that is it. Are they down there? They, they messaged me saying they're here, but I don't see them. I don't know who would be more mad about a snake prank, Allie or myself. Allie for sure. I, I don't know. I, you, I may not like, be able to move after you, that. You could only get, like, so mad at me, though. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Well, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> like, there's a limit to, like, what you being mad at that's me can true. do. That's very fair. It's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> you may not have a home tonight. We got Henry with a really good one. I bet Allie has the video, but it might be too hard to dig up. Ooh, what, uh, recently? No, this was two years ago okay. on the golf course. Okay. Me... Uh, Henry, oh, yes. Mitch, and Spence were out on the golf course, and Mitch and Spence threw down like a little rubber snake right next to where Henry had to get into the cart, and he jumped. <laughs> I mean, dude could have entered the dunk contest. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never even touched rim in his life. He could have dunked in this moment. Is that, is that how guys should approach the combine when they're doing like the, the high jump and, and seeing their measurements? It's just gets super yes, scared get before? scared by a, a rubber yeah. snake and just <laughs> launch yourself up there man we have gone off the rails we sure a have. lot this first segment did it work out Allie? Yes. there we All go right, thank you there we go and something that always works out is coming by the dnvr bar for sporting events and of course right now the avs games is where it's at ryan popping on wednesday night for for game one popping on saturday night for game two it's going to be popping tonight for game three this is the place you need to be and then also go to thednvr.com to check out the best abs coverage the best nuggets coverage the best rockies coverage the best broncos we also got buffs we also got american raptors we also have the csu rams we've got all your denver sports covered over at thednvr.com and when you sign up you get a free t-shirt with that annual membership and that free t-shirt gets you some pretty sweet ones right now. So check us out over at thednvr.com and come down tonight at 6 p.m. is the game. Doors open as early as 3, so get over here. Yeah, doors open at 3. Get here at 3. There will be a line out the door. But even if not, like, I don't know about you guys. I don't like sitting down much during games. Yep. Uh, so if you have to stand, just stand. Like, it's a Stanley Cup final. It's the stand League Cup final. <laughs> you got to stand. Like, who ca- you know, someone messaged us the other night on Twitter. It's like, hey, is there going to be room if I get there after puck drop? I'm like, yeah, there's always room. Yep. 
Just squeeze in. Yep, and th- th- that that's that's what I've done these past two times. I- I've taken both ends of the bar on different nights, but I've wanted to stand this whole time. And especially, I mean, game, game two, you might as well have been standing because you're just jumping up and down the whole time. Yep, absolutely. It's, it's a blast. Um, also, if you leave something here, I will drunkenly <laughs> search it out and find it late at night and put it in a safe place for you to come collect on a different day. And then you also get a shout-out on the pod. There you go. And Sp- Speaking of shout-outs, I was uh, hanging out with William, who uh, tunes into our pod on Game 2. So shout-out, yeah. William. Love that. Um, it's hard for me to remember all the great people that we meet here. <laughs> it's so true. But I, I appreciate it every time. Also, I just want to remind you guys, as of right now, we are closed on all non-AVS game days. Um, so don't come then, because we are working to... We're getting ourselves ready for a sick sick renovation that we are going to begin as soon as the abs are done we're just kind of prepping things on off days right now doesn't affect the the bar at all during the games um just on off days and i can't freaking wait and in the meantime check out our friends over at infinity park the american raptors ryan they just wrapped up their two weekend event where they hosted some international teams really cool event and the the american raptors are doing cool things left and right and this is their season, so make sure to check them out over at Infinity Park. Go to AmericanRaptors.com to see when they've got games going on. They've got free tickets, and then you can also watch their games over at AmericanRaptors.com. Really cool things that they're doing over there, so make sure to check them out. because It's a great weekend of event to do with the family, uh, w- w- with some friends. It's really fun. Make sure you drink Breck Brews yep. when you're watching the Avs in the Stanley Cup Final. Nothing better than an Avalanche Amber Ale to pair uh, with this Avs team, but it's always strawberry sky season. Good company season is for sure upon us. So many great options from the friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. They've even got like a hard soda line now um, that I got a chance to try. Those are really good. Ooh, what flavor? Uh, I tried them all. I believe they have <laughs> it. cola, okay. cherry cola, Oof. orange soda. That was my favorite. Mm. Ginger ale. And root beer. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I could they're go good. for a little root beer uh, hard float. What's gr- Oh, shit. That, <laughs> that sounds amazing. What's great is they're keto-friendly and alcoholic, and they taste like soda. They're keto-friendly? Yeah. It's wow. like two carbs. Wow. That's it. So probably don't add the ice cream if you're looking to keep it keto-friendly. Henry said that was awful. I assume he's talking about Stanley Cup. Oh, I w- or the whole first segment? Oh, that would suck. <laughs> it would suck. Coming right from my heart, Henry. Yeah, geez, Hank. <laughs> um, okay, we ready to move on? I'm ready. I'm ready. And, Ryan, we've known that Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson uh, have been tied together for a very long time. And I'm talking about all the way back to high school wow. for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson attended Peyton Manning, or no, the Manning Passing Academy when he was in high school. You roll your eyes because essentially it's Peyton, Peyton Manning's <laughs> Passing Academy. With his brother and his dad yeah. tagging along. Uh, it's really cool. Russ attended that when he was in Vaughn's high school. Vaughn's brother and dad help out with his camera <laughs> Right, right. And it's called the Vaughn Miller camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Russ actually named, so he has the Russell Wilson Wilson Passing Academy, not the Wilson Passing Academy, and he named it that in high school based off of Peyton's camp. Wh- he wh- which started is really his cool. Passing Academy in high school? He started his Passing Academy two years in high school. So he did his junior and his senior year, which is crazy. I'm curious. Who the, was invited? Five-year-olds? I was going to say, I'm curious the turnout there, and it 
turned out really well for him. So actually, the guy that helps him run this camp is the one that helped him start it as a junior. It was just his best friend. And oh, so it, it, it's pretty crazy. And so Russ had his passing academy this past Friday. It was the first one in Denver in person. That With COVID, they didn't do them in person for a couple of years there. So they were back. They had four to 500 kids out there. It was popping. We got to talk to Russ right after and we just found out even more about his relationship with Peyton Manning. And I think we've got a sound clip uh, to, to hear it straight from Russ. I probably hit eight or nine. Eight or nine? Yeah, I was swinging away, baby. How, how was it with you and Peyton? Uh, it was fun. It was, uh, it was a great time. Obviously, Peyton and I have gotten really, really close over the years. But also, especially as of late, uh, spending time together watching films. And, and I, I've always admired him. I, I went to his camp, you know, the Manning Passing Academy years ago in Tiptoe, Louisiana. And... Uh, I was one of the 12 kids, kind of like this little circle here. And just because of that opportunity they gave me, it inspired me and that much more. And uh, hopefully I can do that for some other kids. And so, but yeah, we had a good time. Peyton was hitting some base hits. <laughs> he, he, didn't he didn't hit any out. He didn't hit any out, but he got, he got close on, on tool. You look like you've been practicing. That's swing. No practice. I haven't practiced in two and a half plus years. Come on. No practice. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, so one of the things that I should have added there was the day before Russ and Peyton were doing some BP out at Coors Field. They were both dapped up in Rockies gear, each their own personalized uniform, and it was for a Peyton's Places episode that's coming to your ESPN app soon. By so, the way, shout out Henry. He called that. Oh, nice. As Great soon job. as he saw it, he's like, this has to be Peyton's Places. Mm, very good call. I, I didn't even think of that. Until I found that out. And they actually played some beer pong in the clubhouse after. So Does Russ drink? Prob- water pong? <laughs> <laughs> Gatorade pong? No, the Russell Wilson water pong. Yeah. Remember he had his Official own water brand? three brand <laughs> water. <laughs> yep. And so Russ was talking about that. And right before this clip started, Russ was saying how he was hitting homer after homer. And then, of course, took a little shot at Peyton by saying he was, he was hitting some base hits. I got to say, and this is not pointing at anyone in specific, this video (laughs) just reminded me of it. And it's so much easier to say now that I'm not doing the day-to-day stuff, but uh, the, like, media padding players on the back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Makes my skin crawl a little bit. And and the media giggles that that come with it. Yeah, like... I, it was, it reminded me of a time when John Elway, he was, like, trying to call... Was he trying to qualify for the U.S. Open? Oh, yep. And, like, there was, like... Six media around just being like, oh, your golf game is so good, <laughs> yeah. dude, man. It's so sick. I'm like, John Elway doesn't need this, <laughs> no, dude. No, no. Stop. I remember a question, and I honestly don't remember who asked this. I think it was in that little scrum we were talking about, very informal. Someone said, John, are you, are you nervous for the event you have coming up for this? And he looked at them like they had three heads and was like, No. Like, John Elway being nervous for a golf event? Hank was talking about the snake when he said that was horrible. That makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, John Elway was not nervous to play golf. No. no. Whenever I get an opportunity, I do the opposite. Uh, I, like, uh, I try to challenge the players. I'm like, I'll take your money on the golf course because I feel like I can dig into their competitive Wait, wait, what are you talking about? If I get an opportunity to talk to these players about oh, golf, gotcha. I try to challenge them mm. so I can get their competitive yeah. juices flowing so then they'll play with me. Ah, has that ever worked? <laughs> no. Oh, you have, so you have never taken an athlete's money on the course? No, I've never played golf with a Bronco. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
You've been I played golf a with Bill times. McCartney, which I would take him over a Bronco any day. That is but, pretty impressive. Um, I've no, I don't think I have. How well, did, how did you play ish. golf with McCartney? Uh, it was a set. It was like a CU thing that got set up, and I wow. was in his group. Wow! Yeah. You're making your way into those CU groups. Yeah, CU I've never had groups. an issue with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get one of them out there. And, yeah. And like, if I played John Elway, I wouldn't care if I lost a ton of money to him because right. I get to say I, right. pl I played golf with John Elway. Yeah, you think you could beat him? No, he's a scratch golfer. I thought. What? Aren't you? I'm like a five. Plus five? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and there can't be that variance. That's that's a pretty big gap. There's a really big difference between a five and, and scratch. Okay. Okay. That means like, yeah, he would have to have a bad day, and I would have to have a really really mm, good day. So what are we talking odds? I would plus say people would put me at higher than that, like plus seven hundred. Man, and then you'd have a lot of people betting on John. So then those odds would go up to <laughs> plus a thousand. I could catch some juice there. Also, like. He's just playing golf. I'm playing golf with John Elway. Right. right you know what right, I mean? Right. What, if, what if he thought about this as, I'm playing golf with Ryan Konigsberg? You know, <laughs> the person in the Broncos organization called me RK the other day. Wow, so. pretty big time. And you said you don't, uh, uh, you, you don't gas up players. I'm gassing you up right now, so Thanks. I need to stop. Appreciate it. No, I need to stop. Okay. I'm disgusted. Right. Hank's yeah. giving me enough for that. Oh, He's no. He's not, but. Yeah, Stanley Cup C minus. Okay, okay, passing, right? <laughs> yeah, C's get degrees. All right, um, back to Russ and Peyton. Anything else? One of the things that I love that Russ tossed in there was, uh, yeah, we, our relationship is, is really good, but we've gotten really close over the years. And then one of the things, he, an example he threw out was watching film. And I wonder if it's just that one little photo that we saw where mm -hmm. Peyton's, like, hovering him, and clearly they didn't watch film in that position for three hours. hours long Peyton's back would have been broken by then uh but I wonder if there's more to that do you think on Saturday mornings uh, and during these next five six weeks they'll get together and watch film together no okay um <laughs> I think that there's a chance that you might get one or two sessions in season um Ooh. where you know maybe the Bron maybe Russ has a tough game and He's worried about blueprint. You know, that's one of the biggest things. Punches and counter punches, right? Right. So one team has a really good game against them, against him. And he calls up Peyton and he's like, hey, will you watch this film with me? Like, and, and tell me what, how would you counter um, what they're going to do to counter me? Because obviously, you know, Peyton was the master of, if you think you have the blueprint, you're in trouble. Yeah. Because he's going to make you think that you're doing the right things <laughs> right. just to do something different. Right. Like that is the level of chess that he was playing is whatever adjustment you made, he loved that. And he was like, here you go. Yep. Here's that audible that you think you know. Yep. Little do you know, I literally just changed it on the sideline two minutes ago. Right. Um, and now, you, you know, someone's wide open down the seam for a touchdown. Mm. So that's what I could see Russ asking for Peyton's help with is, hey, how would you approach this? They're de I'm definitely going to see a lot of single high cover yeah. three next week or whatever. Like uh, that's simplifying down to, but whatever it may be, I think Peyton would come in and help. What a resource right. for, for Russ to have, to be able to have that. Uh, and a guy that can also just drive down the street and actually see him in person and meet in the office. And Ryan, we talked about last week, Peyton Manning may join the ownership in an advisory role and then eventually get ownership. 
Could this be the advisory role? Be Russ's guy for five or ten years. We're going to pay you to do it. But then uh, it's not just going to be a small role because this will then get you ownership. Instead of doing the uh, day-to-day football, uh, uh, president of football operations, which doesn't really fit in with what George Payton is doing. You'd really be diminishing George Payton's role. Could this be it? Be an advisor to Russ. We're going to pay you. And then this will lead to half a percent in ownership. Too, it's too small. But this is what he loves to do. I know. But you can't. He's, he would not take an official title um, that was like right. quarterback consultant right, or right, something right, like right. that. You know, it's too far below him. So it has to continue to be casual, uh, like under the table right. t- style stuff. He's not taking a paycheck and he doesn't want a title. That's anything less than, I would say, probably president of football yeah. is the lowest title he would accept by any, from any franchise. Um, but even I, I would think he probably even wants more. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe president of football is the, is the spot for him if it's not going to be straight up owner right or president of the team which would be a step above that what about president of russell wilson (laughs) president of quarterbacking right right (laughs) that would be hilarious he's like don't throw an advisory role on my name i'm on president no matter where i am yeah president of audibles (laughs) right he'd probably it'd actually be for sure branded it'd be like president of the Omaha Productions Audibles yeah. for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, for yep, sure. Yep. T- a little TM in there. I bet you I would be willing to bet heavily that you get an Omaha from Russell Wilson this year. Oh, my gosh. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'd love that. And I bet Peyton wears a three-brand hat on a Manning uh, cast. Yep. I think you're so right. <laughs> I think you're so right. And, Ryan, I want you to tell me the winning bets for tonight. Because you don't even have to place a winning bet over at DraftKings Sportsbook to get $100 in free bets. All you have to do is place a $5 bet on either the Avs or the Lightning. Just place it on the Avs. And Avs getting a little juice right now, too. Place it on the Avs. Take advantage of juice. I think it's the only night you're going to get juice offered for the Avs. And you will get $100 in your account. Even if the Avs lose or you place it on the Lightning and, and they lose, you'll still get those $100 in free bets over at your account. And a really cool thing, same game parlays. Ryan, after football seasons, when I really started diving into same game parlays, what a blast. These things are so much fun, especially during playoffs where there's only one game a night, but you mm-hmm. want multiple things. You want those odds boosted up. You can do that over at DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can get all that advice over on the Bet Show coming live to you later today where they're going to hand out winning bets. But I want to hand out some winning bets right now by doing our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. And, Ryan, what do you got for me? I'm not messing around here. Um and I told this story on the bet show, but I don't think I've told it here. I have secretly only been placing one bet a night on the Avalanche. Ooh, that is secret. And every single time, it's been Avs money line. <laughs> All my budget that I set aside for the game, I just put it on Avs money line. And as everyone knows, that is fourteen and two at this point <laughs> uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm giving out tonight. It's minus one ten. I think you're right that this is about the last time you'll get value. I did get greedy after a couple drinks one night, (laughs) and I bet Avs in 60, Mm. and then the game went to overtime. So I learned my lesson Mm. there. Thankfully, the Avs still won, Um, but I'm just back to straight Avs money line. No messing around. No props. No nothing. Avs to win the game. Okay, and I love that, too. That was going to be my pick of the week. As you said, minus 110, but I'll take that little risk. 
The 60-minute line, Avs getting some juice, plus 140. Ryan, it wasn't one, it wasn't two, it wasn't three. Six, seven goals they beat them by. They beat them in game one. I know that went to overtime, but we're talking about the Avs just destroying Tampa Bay so far. The only thing Tampa Bay is holding on to right now is they're going home. And that can help. It can't help. 7-0. The, the Lightning are in trouble. Yeah, I'll touch wood there. Lightning are in trouble. The Avs are here to present their dominance. And man, 14-2 in the playoffs is just insane. I'm excited for when our hockey guys start showing up in here tonight because my question for them would be like, what adjustment can Tampa even make? Right. There's certain things that just like it doesn't necessarily look like they can adjust. Like their coach the other night, when they asked him, what can you do to negate their speed? He's like, we got to get on top of them, meaning, you know, be, stop them from being able to skate free. And they yeah. just they, that's what they were trying to do. And they couldn't. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't want again. I don't want to get overconfident, um, but I think you can be excited. Feels you like know? the better team. Yeah, it, it certainly does. It to me that comment in, in terms of football relation reminds me of like if Derrick Henry is just going off in the first half, and you, you ask the coach midway through, he has 140 rushing yards at halftime. You ask the coach midway through, through what can you do? It's literally Tackle. not. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, great. Like he he is an unstoppable force when he gets going. So it's just like. Okay, good luck. You, you hope he trips. You hope the Avs, for some reason, slow down. But I love the Avs money line tonight, Ryan. And, of course, over at DraftKings Sportsbook, use the code DNVR and to get $100 in free bets. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. By the way, um, I gave out as my pick of the week weeks ago, Kale McCarr to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. You did. At the time, it was plus 650. Do you know what it is now? Um, I would say it's minus 250. Really close. Minus 200. <laughs> minus 200. What's and, Nate? Um, you have him up there? I can get it quickly. He's um, got to be number two, right? Yeah, he's definitely number two. Plus 350. Okay. So this is like Jokic at yep, the end of the season yep, MVP yep. odds. Yep, yep, yep. And you were way on top. What'd you give it out at? Plus plus six fifty. Plus six fifty at the beginning of this series, I believe McCarr was plus two ten and McKinnon was like plus two thirty. Yep. So man, Kale getting those two, for lack of a better term, garbage time goals, um, was huge. Yep. Because Mac had one assist and he had zero points before that. Uh, in the series, so then now he's got two goals. Um, I think Mac did get an assist on at least one of those, but still, yep. um, he's got a great lead. Nachushkin at plus two thousand right now. Ooh. If he continues to score at this pace, which would be kind of crazy for him, for him to, but the thing is, it's not Stanley Cup Final MVP. Mm. It's playoff MVP. Right, right. So, but he, I, I still think if he goes crazy and carries the Avs for the next two nights, there might be some recency bias that gets him the award. <sighs> that value would be fantastic. Yep. And the storyline to it, too. Yep. That's pretty Absolutely. good. I like that. Something else I like, especially the morning after an Avs game, is our friends over at Athletic Greens. And you ask, well, what is Athletic Greens? It's health. 
It's 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 health. It's wellness for your body. It's one scoop in the morning that you put in cold water, and it provides you with 75 vitamins and minerals. You get whole food source superfoods. You get probiotics, which helps with gut health, and you get adaptogens to help start your day right. This stuff is only made of good ingredients, all non-GMO, no nasty chemicals, only one gram grain of sugar. It's paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Everyone can have this. It costs less than your average cup of coffee. They've got 7,000, over 7,000 five-star reviews. We all use it. We all love it, and I think you're going to love it as well. And if you go to athleticgreens.com broncos, you'll get one free year supply of immune-supporting immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. I'm about to go on a trip. Those travel packs are going to come in handy. So check them out over at athleticgreens.com broncos. Where are you going, or are you too famous to disclose your locations? Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> Follow my Instagram. All right. oh, I always do. Um, all right. Uh, should we get to questions? Let's do it. Do we have any? No, no, no super chats. Let's go right no. into the website. No super chats. And the first one, Ryan, is coming for you from our friend Melvin Bronco. He says, my boys, firstly, RK was robbed in the college draft. Well, we'll start right there. I'm happy with what happened um, uh. because people were so mean to me in the comments that I thought I was getting smacked. And then I was like, oh, I lost by like 2%, whatever. <laughs> Wait, why are people being mean to you? They you were just like Boulder first. They're like, this is the worst draft I've ever seen in my life. Oh my gosh, specifically to you? Yeah, yeah. Where do they think you messed up? Tempe? I- I have no idea. I've only... Well, there was a lot of um, Fort Collins Uh. people that were upset that Boulder was picked and Fort Collins wasn't. Look, I can only make my picks. I can't speak for the other contestants, but there's probably a reason that it didn't get picked. Yeah, I... I apologized already to uh, to our friend Brian Head, who's a big uh, CSU guy. Probably should have gone them over Chapel Hill, but you know what? I didn't want to just appeal to the crowd you know i, w- I wanted to win fair That's and square and uh you know I- i've won fair and square here um yeah san diego you're getting a lot of hate for san diego honestly yeah i regret that one i probably could have picked something else i should have just picked austin there because i don't think it would have gotten the same vitriol mm, uh, i think you're for right. not being a college town yep. but i i don't know i just think San like i my biggest problem the reason that me and george didn't win it's because we actually go to college towns. <laughs> and so our our minds were like, like people that haven't been to Lawrence, Kansas probably think it sucks. Yeah. And I guarantee you at least 80% of the people voting on this hadn't been to more than one or two on the list. Yeah. So they're just going off of what, you know, what they see on the internet. Yeah, I, and you know what? I just go for for what I think is going to win. These, yes. are, these, are, these are winning drafts. And, uh, Ryan, we were right about George. Fayetteville as the number one overall pick gets you 18% of the vote. And the thing is, I guarantee you he's right. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Of it course. slaps, but you can't, you sh- he should have saved that for round five. It would have yes. been there 100%. You know, I was not going to be drafting anything in Arkansas. No offense to our Arkansas people. There's a special on red pandas on the TV oh, right now, yes. and they are so cute. <laughs> Anyways. They can climb anything. They really can. They're so cute. Squirrels can climb anything. It's crazy. Have you ever seen that meme about squirrels, about how everyone thinks that the squirrels on their college campus are, like, different? No, no. Like, special? Uh, yeah, someone's, like, someone <laughs> tweeted out, like, 
quote tweet this with how the squirrels on your college campus are special. And there's like a million quote oh tweets like, oh, gosh. the college camp, the ones on my campus do this, that, the other thing. And like, but then they're when all you, just squirrels. Yeah, but then when you leave your college campus, you hate squirrels. Well, I just, everyone thinks that theirs are different, but they're all just squirrels. Squirrels are just kind of quirky. So what's special about the Boulder squirrels? I actually didn't have uh, a nominee for that. Wow. I will say when I go to the East Coast, they have black squirrels. I don't see those in Colorado. Oh, mean. They look cooler, though. Oh, those would look cool, like a little panther squirrel. Yeah, exactly. See? Everyone thinks that their squirrels are different. They're all just squirrels. That's hilarious. Allie's <laughs> taking the bait. She thinks that DC squirrels are different. She was on this thread. Maybe it's because they have a political agenda. Ah, you're right. You're right. If you're not on their team, boy, they're going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess there was more to this. Yep. He goes on and says, secondly, it's the season opener in Seattle. It's Denver's first possession. Russell drives us downfield to the 10-yard line. Sutton, Judy, and Patrick all have two receptions. Alberto has one catch for 20 yards. This is the first possession, remember. Javante has one run for 15 yards to get it to third and goal. Who gets the ball? Cheers. Third and goal from the 10, not where you want to be. No. Yeah, right after a 15-yard run. So that means it was second and 25, or second and goal from the 25. One run for 15 yards. It gets to third and goal. I don't think, no. I think the one for 15 was just somewhere along the track. Oh, somewhere in there. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, third and goal from the 10. I assume on first down they tried a fade to Cortland or Tim. Okay. Didn't work. Yep. Uh, second down, maybe they tried like a slant to Judy. They got a hand in there. Okay. I think you got to go to Alberto here. Try to Ooh. get him on, you know, get the guys way out wide so you can pull over maybe some like deep ends on the back of the goal line to pull those safeties out and just get Alberto one-on-one in the middle with a, with a linebacker. He kind of turns around, uses his body to box him out. Okay. I, I love that, especially because Sutton and Judy both have the attention in the red zone already. They each have a target there. That's why you're going to Mr. Trustworthy Tim Patrick in the uh, end zone because he has the length that Cortland Sutton has. I, and that's why I also really like the Alberto one here because he's not going to get the attention that the other two guys are going to get. Uh, and, and Alberto or Tim Patrick, they're both still really big guys. But one thing that's going to be crucial in this third down is Russ is going to move. He's going to buy time. Then he's going to kind of run up in the pocket. Defense is going to think he's going to run for it. And then he's going to curve off to the right, kind of float right around the line of scrimmage. Zip it to Tim. Tim doesn't drop passes. Boom. Touchdown. Thir- first and goal from the 10 is the worst. Yeah, it really is. But I think is. you should run it on first and goal from the 10. To get something. Yep. That way you have second and goal from the 6, third and goal from the 6. You know, like. And first and goal from the 10, you line up in shotgun. You do four wide or Alberto is one of your wide guys. And you, you put Javante back there and you're hopefully seeing a lighter box. Yep. Because also they have to defend against a pass when it's 10 yards. Yep. 100%. I like running the ball in that situation. Just I mean, but some other coaches would say you kind of like having that space that you have 10 yards out rather than, you know, the everything getting to congested when you pass the ball from five yards out. Okay, second and 10 from the 10. So we Still ran it and got stuffed? You, uh, okay, no, because then you pass. You threw it, and it was incomplete. It got tipped at the line. At this point, I think your pot committed to passing the ball. Okay, so first down dictates it. And you want to, you want to pass it. Again, because you're like we have enough, we have room here to get you know to get some concepts going, right? 
Right, right. Maybe you run like some mesh, try to get that deep that deep comeback open over the middle because everyone's you know clearing out. Right, right. How do you, the, a little bit broader of a conversation? How do you feel about Russ uh, doing read options this year? I'm in. Because this this may be a time for that. But you're you're in. You're not afraid of. You trust him as a runner. He's the fire hydrant, dude. He, he, is. he can handle a couple hits. <laughs> he certainly can. Remember, he got hurt last year on his thumb on a follow-through of a pass off a helmet, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the injury was? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, other than that, the dude's been so healthy. I'll touch wood. But it's not that he can't take hits. He can take hits. Not to mention, baseball player knows how to slide. Yeah. Um, knows how to avoid. He's been small his whole life. If you look at Kyler Murray, the dude never gets hammered um, because he's – his whole life he's been trying to not get hit by people much bigger than him. Yep. Um, so Russ will be smart about that. But I do love the idea of um, third and goal from the three, read option all day. Mm-hmm. Give me that all day. Because especially if you've just been handing that off all yep. game, you set it up, you set it up, you set it up, you save it for when you really need it. And the amount of times in which that works at every level of football is crazy. Yep, yep, it really is. And it just it gives me flashbacks of Peyton when he faked the handoff against the Cowboys and ran it in. Now, it's going to be very different because Russ, they're going to respect his running ability. But with how good the Broncos' running backs should be and how productive they should be, the edge guys are going to fall asleep on Russ uh, doing read options, especially because I don't think it's going to happen often. It's not going to be a Lamar Jackson offense where you're it, the, the defensive end's thinking every time, this could be Lamar. This could be Lamar. This could be Russ. This could be Russ. No, they're going to fall asleep on it. They're going to be crashing hard. Yep, exactly. And and you got to crash hard on Javante or Melvin in the red zone. Yeah, it's, I mean, both of those guys, great. I mean, Melvin just has a knack for finding the end zone. Yeah, I love the idea of, like, the big bootlegs and stuff that you can get worked, working out of this offense off that outside zone because – you start that outside zone action, and you get all of those offensive linemen going out there, yep. and then Russ just pulls it and comes back around the other way, whether he's looking down the field to throw the ball or just running. Yep. I think there'll be plenty of times this year where you see him just take it and just take off for you know, 12, 15 yards, step out of bounds. And let's say the, uh, a defensive end does a great job of staying and not falling for that. Russ against a defensive end – Ryan, I'm taking my chances with Russ pretty much every single time there. I think he's either going to be just able to straight out run them or be able to juke them or buy enough time to even just throw the ball away. I don't think those are going to turn into, like, 12-yard losses. No, for sure. Definitely not. And that's, again, another huge advantage you have. By the way, someone posted the um, Case Keenum missing DT against the Chiefs yesterday and was like, this is the most mad I've been at any point in the last (laughs) six years. And I, I laughed at the caption, but I was like, Russ makes that throw nine out of ten, oh, maybe yeah. more. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's what you talked about last week when, when, when you came to practice and you were able to see Russ work. You said the easy cheese is just there oh, with Russ. So it, it, it's, an, it's an open three from an elite three-point shooter. When Steph shoot, shoots an open three, it's going in. That's the same with Russ, and DT was open. Did you see the, uh, the video of Steph on the three that essentially clinched it for them? No. He totally hit Marcus Smart in the balls to get open. No. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And Marcus went down hard, didn't yes, he? Yes, and he was just wide open yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah. It's messed up, man. Yeah, it is messed up. And I'm back on the Warriors hate wagon after they won me the money. So thank you. Now I don't like it. <clears throat> they won me a lot of money, too. Yep. And the good thing is it was like Boston. 
It's right. easy to cheer against Boston. Right, right, right. It, we're not I'll talking always about... always go west over east, to be honest, unless the Lakers are involved. Yeah, and we're not talking to Milwaukee Bucks or something like that. We're a small market team that That's it's a true. little easier to cheer That's for. That's not east either. No, Midwest. You can cheer yeah. for Midwest. Med- Midwest is the, yeah. maybe the easiest to cheer <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah. Um, uh, one c- comment from Hank up there just cracked me up. He said he went to his sister's graduation in Minnesota this weekend or last weekend, and his dad was so hyped to tell him about the big squirrels. But they're all the same. Every campus has squirrels, and they're all the same. Someone else said they've seen black squirrels in Colorado Springs, which just shocks me. Because, like, if they're in Colorado Springs, how are they not everywhere else? Right, seriously. Have you ever seen one in Denver? No. No, I haven't. I haven't seen them in the mountains either. Yeah, but I mean, like, fully dark completely black like a black cat squirrel are there are there white squirrels like albino squirrels i think there's albino all species wow at least what would you rather see um an albino for sure yeah yeah because we haven't seen one yeah (laughs) that yeah that stuff is crazy um but I got I to gotta see these black squirrels in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. You guys got to let us know for tomorrow's pod. What what squirrels do you have? What's your trademark squirrel? I, I will be in um, Colorado Springs area, I think, okay. next Monday. So okay. I'll be on the lookout. It better not be scoping out golf courses. You better be scoping out squirrels. Squirrels. Squir- <laughs> just looking for squirrels all yeah, day long. Yeah. You used to be a bird watcher. Now you're a squirrel guy. No, I still like birds. Okay. I actually saw a video today of a bald eagle swooping a squirrel wow it was electric <laughs> was it what color um the squirrel was regular normal golden <laughs> so you would call them i would never call a squirrel golden i'd go like tan they're a golden brown golden's too nice for a squirrel you don't like squirrels <laughs> you don't hold squirrels <laughs> like how can you like something that like could give you rabies i i, I don't know i've never had an issue with them I haven't either, but you never want to touch them. Actually, I have had an issue with the squirrel. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. There was a squirrel that literally kept me. So um, when we lived right over here, like yeah, yeah. third closest house to the bar, um, we had a, a gate that you, you like, instead of having like a garage, there was a gate that you put your car in. Okay. And then there was another side gate just for people if you were just walking in, not, you don't want to go through the big garage right, gate. Right. And there's a tree that hung over it. One day, I'm walking towards the the smaller gate, yeah. and this squirrel starts making crazy noises, sitting on a branch, like, from here to the ceiling, just staring right at me, just like, and I was like, whoa. So I, like, look up, and it's just staring me right in the eyes, making these noises. Like, right above the gate. Like, right above the gate, like, definitely close enough to jump on me. <laughs> so I was like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had coffees. <laughs> so I couldn't, like, do anything, I, and I was, like, moving slowly, so I, like, start backing away. I'm like, hey, I don't want any trouble here. <laughs> I, like, I figure eventually it's going to calm down yeah. and walk away or whatever. Yeah. It just stays there staring at me, making this noise for, like, two and a half minutes before I'm finally – I had to walk around the whole block because oh it was, like, an alleyway <laughs> where you couldn't get through unless you right. went through one of the gates. So I had to walk out, essentially, to, like, uh, Colfax, yep. up, and then up that block oh to get my into my gosh. house. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I'm not, there's no reason for me to take a risk with this squirrel. No. Could you imagine? It was your, a big one, too. Your coffees are gone. Your face is probably ruined. Yeah. Uh, they wow. got claws. Yeah, yeah. So they scale everything. See, squirrels are bad. 
Nah, it's one bad squirrel. <laughs> okay, okay, fair. <laughs> um, what did you do wrong? I think I assume maybe it, it was kids? like in heat. Yeah. Or something like that. Wanted to mate with you? No, I, th I think it, it wanted me to get the hell away from its babies. It was right. Yeah. I, want, I wish I could have seen the babies. They were probably so I'm cute. I'm glad you listened. <laughs> They're probably very angry now, too. All right. I think that's all the co comments we have, all uh, the questions we have. That does it. Well, this was fun. Um, we will be back tomorrow. Come to the DNVR bar yes. tonight. And when I say tonight, I mean in the Soon. next two hours <laughs> yeah. uh, to get yourself a table. Otherwise, just stand. It's fun to stand. It is. It's a standly cup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so come see us tonight. Otherwise, we will be right back here tomorrow. What time tomorrow? Uh, noon. No, 11. 11. <laughs> yes, 11, 11 tomorrow. All right, we'll, be, we'll see you guys then, and uh, have a great day. Oh, yeah, hit us with a like on your way out as well.